Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Character and Smallman on 101 ESPN in St. Louis. And we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And our friend Bob Nightingale, kind enough to take a few minutes with us. Bob, good morning. Great to have you with us uh, on this show. How are you? Yeah, doing great. Thanks, Randy. Uh, let's start with this. You have a piece up at USA Today. People can read it at usatoday.com that several Major League Baseball players and coaches have tested positive for COVID-19. Obviously, we're focused on the money issues, but how much of a non-starter is this for baseball if they want to get back on the field and playing? Well, it's a huge uh, you know, huge obstacle here just with the uh, Major League Baseball you know, in the letter telling the union that, hey, you know, we, there's been a, a lot of positive tests here. We got to be careful, and and I think they're saying it too is like, yeah, you know, let's don't rush into this thing. Uh, you know, we're not wasting time because we can't be in the field right now anyway. Uh, there's a reason why, you know, the NBA and NHL are, are resuming on August first. Not that they have to be August first too, but I, I think they're saying it was going to be uh, infeasible to start by July fourth weekend, and it had to be late later in July just with uh, at least 12 states now spiking, you know, including Arizona and Florida, where some teams will train. Bob, you had Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, on a national platform on ESPN last night, and he called the situation with baseball a disaster. How would you grade Rob Manfred's leadership during this time? Well, you know, he works for the owners, and, you know, so the owners are saying, you know, what to do. Uh, you know, he had a conference call yesterday morning. And then you know, he went on the air and you know, pre-tape thing and say, well, I don't know if this is season or not. Almost a threat that, you know, unless the uh, union comes back to the negotiating table and, and work out an agreement, uh, you know, then they can just cancel the season. More of a, uh, um, uh, more of a bill threat than anything else. So I think both sides get back this week. I think the owners give them the full pro-raise salary and then they, you know, work out how, how many games are feasible to be played. Bob, what's your feeling about owners that don't want to play at all? Could a group of owners be an impediment to a season from what you've been able to glean from the sources that you talk to? You know, I think there's a few owners that's, you know, kind of exasperated right now, saying, okay, enough's enough. We're going to lose a ton of money anyway during a regular season. So I think there's a few out there. Obviously, no one wants to be exposed as that owner and look so bad. You know, their, their big fear is that you play a couple months of regular season uh, and the virus is the second wave then wipes out the postseason. You know, then you've got an economic disaster on their hands. We're losing about $900 million to a billion dollars on top of losses of other regular season games. So I think there's a few, uh, few owners like that. Hey, I'm sure there's some, uh, some players, too, that say, you know what, I don't even want to bother with this stuff myself. 
Bob, even if there is baseball this season, do you think the damage has already been done in the court of public opinion? Do you think that baseball is really going to suffer from a popularity standpoint because of the way that this is played out in the in the public eye? Well, you know, I, I think some people will be disgusted, you know, already just because of, you know, what the country is going through, you know, and, and now this. Uh, that being said, you know, I think it disappears once the regular season starts or at least, you know, during the apparent race. I mean, the one thing with the short season, you know, it's almost like an NFL season. Uh, every game means so much. You know, now without, you know, you're talking about each game going to be about tri- triple the value. So, you know, instead of uh, those dog days of summer and, uh, you know, it's a marathon on a sprint, it really is a sprint to the finish line. And just about any, every team in baseball has, you know, a chance to make the postseason. Bob, it's amazing thinking about uh, 24 home games, eight. If, you, if you, you're playing three-game series, you play eight home series in a year. And I really hadn't put that into perspective until a couple of days ago. You would think 48-game season, which is essentially a glorified spring training. But eight home series would really be unrealistic for me in terms of being able to look at a season objectively and saying, okay, the best team clearly won here. Right. I mean, you're going to have some flukes. Now, uh, yeah, to be honest, I don't think there's any way to be 48. I think we're looking at least a minimum of 60. I really do. You know, even that, you're only talking about, you know, 10 home series, you know, roughly, uh, depending on how they want to work it. You know, we'll see if they still want to do the uh, yearly play, which I think they will. So, I think, you know, the Cardinals will still play the uh, AL Central. But, yeah, we're going to have some flukes make it uh, for sure. You know, remember a year ago, the Pirates, uh, as bad as they are, they're only half a game behind the Cardinals at the All-Star break. You know, the Nationals, you know, would have been out. They were 1951 after 50 games. So we may see a couple of good teams be left out. And certainly a, a, a few, you know, yogurt poor teams make it. Bob, we were all obviously very captivated by the documentary Long Gone Summer here in St. Louis. We loved revisiting that home run race in 98. As somebody that covered it and then watched the documentary, did it change? Did anything that happened after the home run race change your view of how that was in that time? No, no it really didn't. Uh, and, I, and I tell people this, that as far as just regular season, that was the most thrilling thing I've ever covered in my life. I, it was a blast. You know, I, uh, I was... It, mostly on, on the watch and then Sosa watch. Uh, so I was in St. Louis a, a lot. I was there that night. And, uh, you know, it just, you know, when he hit the home run, you know, just, you know, you had goosebumps. And then uh, when he, McGuire goes in the stands and starts hugging the Maris family, you know, you get tears in your eyes. Uh, you know, I don't think anybody should, should have been that naive to think, you know, both guys weren't juicing, but half of baseball was. You know, it wasn't a big deal. You know, it's almost like teams wanted those guys on, on uh, those, those players on your team. And, uh, hey, McGuire was a great guy, and I th- or is a great guy. And I think Sosa really helped him, you know, kind of bring that person that personality out of him. And for a while there, I don't think McGuire was enjoying himself at all. But with, with Sosa having so much fun with it, it, it helped McGuire have fun with it too. Bob, it's interesting because I always say that same thing. You tend to agree with me that McGuire and Sosa were playing on essentially a level playing field that year. Yes, they were using, at least McGuire has admitted to using, but so many other guys were that they were the best of the guys that were playing on a certain field. Oh, absolutely. I mean, McGuire and Sosa, 
you know, hit all those home runs, but I don't know how many home runs do they hit off pitchers using the juice? There were, there were as many pitchers doing stuff as hitters. It wasn't just wasn't just the hitters. It was going on. You know, there was no testing until uh, you know 2005. You know, if a uh, you know if you could take that kind of stuff and write like Red Smith or Jim Murray guys would do it. You know, if you the broadcast or it could sound like Ben Scully, they would have done it. But it just you know there was no testing. You know, it's like a uh, you're driving along a hundred mile stretch. You know, there's no uh, police cars there. You're not going 65 miles an hour. Bob Nightingale, it's always great to hear your voice. Hopefully, we'll uh, hear it talking about actual baseball games coming up in the very near future. But we appreciate you joining us here on Character and Smallman this morning. Sure, my pleasure. Thank you.